studios in orlando florida coming across the multiverse safety fm as you already are aware and we are of course streaming 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 on multiple platforms and we are also streaming with our friends at well that other place you know the other place you're being infiltrated radio big so there you go. We are also hanging out on RadioBig.fm. So I don't know. I've been thinking about this over the last few days, and I don't I don't know if I'm going cray-cray, cray-cray as I say this, but maybe the whole aspect of maybe the Rated R Safety Show goes longer. <laughs> I don't know. And maybe we just start dropping some music inside of it. I don't know. I mean, but... <laughs> <laughs> the time commitment that that would cause for some and others and all that kind of fun stuff. Well, that could be a little dangerous Duh. Um, if you start thinking about it anyway. So hopefully you're off to this great hump day already. Everything's going well and good in your neck of the woods, having some fun times and doing the things that you do. Uh, so I have to tell you right off the bat, I've been kind of amazed, just not lying right away about the response from the episode from yesterday that we did on the Jay Allen show with Daniel Snyder. Um, a lot of people seem to like that one. So I'm kind of glad that that came about and people were enjoying it and seeing all kind of stuff. Um, some questions came about <laughs> in some of the social media posts. If I was starting to be affiliated with any kind of, uh, organizations that do large trainings. No, let me kind of be specific. I might be interviewing some people that are associated and affiliated to them, but no, I have no tie in, um, with them. So just, just to be on the safe side there, nothing has changed, um, in that particular regards. So let's just kind of make sure that we are on the same side of the equation here. So let's start talking a little bit about the things that are going on inside of the multiverse, inside of the world, and all that kind of fun stuff. So we'll take it very, 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 very slowly for a moment. And let's talk about what are the top fiction and nonfiction books currently on the New York Times bestsellers list. So taking it from the number five spot to the top in the fiction category, The Duke and I. At number four, A Court of Silver Flames. At number three, The Kaiser Web. Not to be confused with Kaiser Sose. Uh, at number two, Firefly Lane. And at the number one spot, The Four Winds. There you go. Um, let's continue talking in the nonfiction category. Here's how it goes walking my combat boots. 
At number two, cast. At number three, green lights. I, didn't that one kind of like vanish off for a minute, for a hot minute there? Um, at number two, think again. I think I stopped doing that a long time ago. And at number one, how to avoid a climate disaster. That is the number one book in the nonfiction category. So as we are talking this morning, going around and about and doing all the things that we do, we're going to go around. I got some stuff that I want to share with you. And like I always tell people, if you are part of the exclusive list, the exclusive exclusive list of safety fm you kind of already in the know of the things that are going on because that's what we talk about here uh so that's what's going on right away so let's talk about those things so let's let me just kind of i maybe we should just jump into this we're probably going to talk about it multiple times so we'll talk about it multiple times throughout the manana the manana here as we are talking but let's talk about what we have going on right away let me kind of bring up my little safari thing over here but we have a contest you have your chance to enter to win at the moment we are giving away one-on-one consulting um, classes or sessions however you want to call it for three people three people you have the opportunity to win we're going to give this away here um in about 16 days in about 16 days, you'll have the opportunity to do so if you're so inclined on wanting to come out, hang out. So we're giving away three consulting sessions, each one being two hours apiece. This is no joke. This is one of these things that we are doing uh, that we are giving away for someone who is interested in entering our little contest. Now, the question might come up right away of uh, how do I enter? Real simple. My favorite thing to do, go to the website. Go to the website to safetyfm.com forward slash contest. Safetyfm.com forward slash contest. Click to enter the giveaway now. Safetyfm forward slash contest. The other aspect, you have opportunities to enter in daily. This is a couple of things that you have to do to be able to enter, but then there's some other sequences where you can enter in daily into this particular contest. The other portion, before we get too far and forget about it, when you get there, it is going to say, hey, you've entered into a contest. You have to confirm the email address. If you do not confirm it, it is like it did not occur. Some people get lost in that. Um, So you have the opportunity of entering in. Pretty simple little thing. You just click away. You enter. You get in. You get out. You move and you groove. And the whole nine yards there, it is readily available for you to be able to enter into the contest. We would love for you to enter in. Like I said, it is three sessions that we are giving away to three. It is two sessions to three lucky winners. So each winner will get two one-hour sessions for us to cover whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, whatever you want to talk about. So there you go. That is what we have going on right there. So that is what we have going. And the I have to tell you, because we did talk about it yesterday. The original announcement that I had for today, the person that's actually providing it, providing what I'm supposed to be talking about, has asked me to push it back just a small hair. So don't worry. We will talk about it at some point. But we're just not going to talk about it at this particular moment in time. So we're giving away the contest like I did say right now. So let's make sure that we don't forget that piece. So the contest is there. Just go to safetyfm.com 
forward slash contest to be able to enter into that one. And we'll get that rolling and bowling. And then I'll tell you what the other contest is when it does come around and about and all that kind of fun stuff. Because that's what we do here. We try to make it fun and entertaining and all that other stuff that I'm supposed to say as a as a as a presenter. As a presenter. So here you go. Let's get you into some feature story news and get that rolling and bowling. And then let's talk some more about what I have to say. Because isn't that what we do here? Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The UK government is refusing to be drawn on whether the royal family should go further in addressing race issues. Buckingham Palace released a statement saying allegations made by the Duke and Duchess of Sussex in an interview with Oprah Winfrey are concerning and taken very seriously, but the palace only commits to addressing the issues privately. The statement also declined to mention mental health concerns raised by Meghan. Transport Secretary Grant Shapps says the government won't involve itself in royal affairs. I absolutely take the the view and the the long-standing convention that cabinet ministers do not comment on uh, royal business. And I think that's absolutely right. We we have a constitutional monarchy, other than to say that I think that, that the Queen has done a phenomenal job. But I do not want to get dragged into the family controversy. Brazil's largest city's health systems are close to collapse, according to the country's Fear Cruise Institute. It claims more than 80% of ICU beds are occupied in nearly all Brazilian state capital cities as COVID-19 deaths continue to spike. One of Germany's leading vaccine experts says he expects the Russian-made Sputnik V to be approved by Europe. The comments will be a shot in the arm for Sputnik V, which has faced an uphill battle convincing Western Europe the vaccine is effective in stopping COVID-19. Trent Murray reports from Berlin. The head of Germany's vaccine commission has praised Russia's Sputnik vaccine. In an interview with German newspaper Rheinisch Post, Thomas Merton said the jab was, quote, a good vaccine that will probably be approved in the EU at some point. He also said Russian researchers were very experienced with vaccinations. The comments come as the European Medicines Agency reviews data from the Russian-made jab as part of a possible approval process. The company, however, has questioned the neutrality of the EMA after one of its board members told an Austrian talk show that she would advise against approving it. Facing a vaccine shortage, several EU members have turned to Russia for supplies, including Hungary, Slovakia and the Czech Republic. Trent Murray, Berlin. The leaders' meeting of the Quad group of countries due to take place on Friday is reportedly expected to announce financing agreements to boost India's manufacturing capacity for COVID-19 vaccines. The Quad alliance between the US, Japan, Australia and India is seen as balancing China's growing military and economic power, as Rebecca Bundan reports from Mumbai. The online Quad meeting on Friday will include the participation of US President Joe Biden as the first leader-level meeting of the group. India has urged the other members of the alliance to invest in its vaccine manufacturing in an effort to counter China's widening vaccine diplomacy. India has been exporting millions of doses of COVID-19 shots as it continues with its own inoculation drive. Rebecca Bundin, Mumbai. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. They're starting to bring me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh man, you laugh when you're 
uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this! You will rock this! To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies, like, like the storm. storm. When, when it kicked in, we had we a plan. Separated. We, we were, were able to get in touch with each other in no, no time. Idea how to find each other. The, the whole, whole experience, experience was, was the most frightening 10 hours of my life. If, if there's, there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms, moms out there, there, it's to stay calm and keep to the plan. Message. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Start your plan at ready.gov. Brought to you by... We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of the world of the news and so on as we do come about. And to answer the question, is that the big announcement? We'll say that's the big announcement for now. Uh, I got some more. I I have some more stuff to share. I always do, I feel like. Um, But I have some other things that we'll talk about here in a a brief moment. Uh, But the other portion as we do talk about it is, like I said earlier, that is not the the bigger-roo that I wanted to talk about originally. But, hey, when you you have somebody who's helping out and tells you hold off for a second, you kind of have to. Kind of the way that it works inside of this equation. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on inside of that neck of the woods. Uh, so there you go. A lot of information going on this morning as we are going around and about and all that kind of normal sequencing of the things that we do. So let's start talking right away about what the hell is going on inside of the hit list, uh, because I think that that's going to be kind of important. So as it has been making the circles and the equations and all that kind of fun stuff, Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. New York attorney Letitia James selected two lead attorneys to investigate the allegations of sexual harassment and inappropriate conduct against Governor Andrew Cuomo. They are Joey Kim, a formerly acting U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York and employment discrimination attorney Ann Clark. Six women, including former aides, have made accusations against Governor Cuomo, sparking calls of his resignation. Cuomo responded that there is no way, no way that he is resigning. So there you go. Um, So here you go, and here we start talking once again about the whole conversation. We have had this conversation in the past, so let's have it once again. As you take a look at this and we start talking about this and seeing what exactly is going on, the inappropriate behavior that happens from inside of the work environment does not seem to be a place of something that's uncommon. And we talk about this all, well, we talk about it ever so frequently. Probably we should talk about it a little bit more. Let's be realistic here. But a lot of the people that listen to this show, well, as you probably are aware, based on titling alone, are in the world of safety. Wow, go figure. But the amount of people that I have spoken to and spoken with in regards of inappropriate acts, because them being a female inside of a normally a male-dominated work environment, just kind of the way that it works, not saying that that's the way it should be, and the amount of inappropriate conversations that are had with females inside of that sequence, maybe that's something we should talk about and think about. I look at it this way. If it's something that you think would make 
a female family member feel uncomfortable? Would you say it to another female? And I'm being serious here. And I'm talking about a female that is not a significant other, of course, or someone that you're having a relationship with, a true relationship, not something that's made up in your head. So just wanting to make sure here. I mean, it's kind of a weird thing to talk about, but it's a conversation that needs to move forward because it seems to be a common practice where when some people get into quote unquote position of powers, I'm not saying this is the case with Andrew Cuomo, I'm just saying in general, where they think that they are deserving of people doing X, Y, and Z, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. And this is what you're going to give me because I am in a position of power. And this is people that have corrupted power. This is going to be realistic. I'm not saying everyone who has power. And maybe that those are the part of the conversations that we need to start having. And maybe that's stuff that you should think about as you're out in the field and around and about and all that kind of stuff, depending on where you're located in regards of, you know, how those things work inside of your mind. Maybe that's an ongoing conversation. Maybe that's one of the things that we need to talk about a little bit more. Because I'm going to tell you, we talk about depression and suicide all the time as well. And I will tell you, sometimes some of these sexual harassment things do play a factor into people that start saying that they are suffering from depression. Just kind of a common thing that seems to go around. So, stuff to think about. Not trying to get too crazy this morning, but want to talk about this portion of the conversation. So in some other related news, let's talk about coronavirus, because you know that that's how it goes. We talk about it all the time. A rare complication of the novel of the novel coronavirus appears to be a painful prolonged, are you ready for this? Erection. An individual who caught COVID experience prognism, a long-lasting erection after, according to doctors, the virus caused blood clots in the penis. Last August, the 69-year-old man was admitted to Dayton, Ohio's Miami Valley's hospital. Yes, there is a Miami in Ohio. Go figure. With a bad case of coronavirus. After 10 days, his lung begins to fail. So doctors turned him face down, a technique used to help air move through a body. After 12 hours, when he was rolled over, nurses noticed his erection. After three hours of being unable to fix the situation, the man's penis was drained of blood with a needle. Oh, that sounds painful, which was successful, uh, depending on how you want to look at success. Miami Valley Hospital doctors submitted a report on the patient to the American Journal of Emergency Medicine. It joins a separate study that was also published in the journal on similar situations from last June. So there you go. I mean, I, I have not heard that one. That is definitely a, a first for me in regards of uh, of talking about this. This settles it. I'm getting the vaccine. Are you getting the vaccine because you don't want the prolonged or what is going on? Not the PP. Yep, not the PP. I don't know. I mean, a lot of interesting stuff that's coming in from the box. Thank you, Jim Pozel. Thank you, Mr. Sheldon Primus. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that is just one of those weird world things there. I did not know that, you know, you get clotting in that general area. And if the result, is there not another resolution for losing the erection? I thought there was other things you could do for that. I'm just saying. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's continue talking. Flirting is still doable, even with a face mask, according to a dating coach, Gene Smith. 
who shared her tips and tricks for batting eyes in a recent interview. The best way to flirt with them. Should we go from an erection conversation to this? I, this guy just sounds like poor timing. The best ways to flirt with eyes over a face mask are like Mona Lisa, a subtle smirk, a side glance, looking back seductively, baby doll eyes, making the eyes wider and intense and purposely fully <laughs> locking eyes with another. Other tricks are the wink, eyebrow raise, clear contact, according to Smith. For those who are <laughs> a little a little bit bold, um, suggest up and down glance over looking away back a blatant checkout uh so i don't know about this i don't know about this uh these tricks may be worth noting of course these tricks may be worth learning as dr fauci said possible that americans could be wearing fast masks until 2022 i don't know what is it so i have been married for a while it it seems to you know that's where i opt to be i don't know how is the dating scene nowadays like, seriously, is it just the apps of the world and doing all that kind of fun stuff? Or are you looking, having to do some other measures? I don't know. I'm just asking, not that I'm interested in getting into that market, but how does that actually work? It's an interesting segment, of course. I'm just asking the question as we do move forward here. Anyways, disturbing new details have emerged about the 10-year-old boy who was bludgeoned to death in New York the day before Aiden Wolf's body was found inside the family's Harlem's apartment. The unidentified neighbor said that they heard banging and thuds against the wall and a man yelling. The next day, the neighbor reported more banging and yelling. Two hours later, police responded to the scene and found a boy unconscious and unresponsive. He was rushed to Harlem's hospital where he was pronounced dead an autopsy revealed that the cause of death was a battered child syndrome the details were revealed in a criminal complaint against the boy's stepfathers ryan kato 34 who was arranged this who was arraigned this week on two counts of second degree murder and one count of endangering the welfare of a child he's being held without bail the child's mother was not has not been charged in this particular case. So I know that we talk a lot about the things that are going on inside of the world of news. And some people get, get kind of bothered. Let's just be realistic. Get bothered that we talk a lot about news and then we talk some about safety depending on how you look at it. But we're talking about child endangerment here in regards. Well, I mean, in this one, we're talking about a child murder. And. We have to look at all the sides of the equation here. Something leads certain things to the things to occur, kind of a trigger event, so on. I'm not trying to justify what the guy did. Let's just, let's just be realistic. But w- at what point do we see signs of things that are going on? And not that we're meddling in other people's business, but we have to start looking at signs of things that could potentially happen inside of the world. Let's look at it in that particular fashion as we are talking as well. Do you think there was a telltale sign before anything uh, to this extent occurred? Do you think that part of this lockdown thing is keeping people kind of losing it? I and mean, I'm just asking your opinion. Don't take it the wrong way. Some people get upset when I ask these things. But I'm asking because I want to have a better understanding. A better understanding of exactly what is going on. Anyways, heavy rainfalls overflowed a dam and forced people to evacuate their homes over the fear of fast rising water in landslides in Hawaii on Tuesday. Amakakao residents told NBC affiliate KHNL, KHNL. 
that she w- that she has lived on the island for over 30 years and has never seen so much rain. The Weather Service warned that heavy rains could fall, potentially cause a dam to fail. In 2006, a dam failure turned fatal when people were killed after the Ka Loco Dam on the island uh, collapsed. So there you go. And then, of course, this is going to go into my favorite subject that I have not talking about or spoken about in some period of time. We go through it once again of, what is it? Do you, do you know what I'm going to say? The hazard matrix. How do we plan for these things? I mean, at that particular point, do you already have a plan, an engagement, something in place of what's going on? I'm going to tell you, when the hurricanes, at least here in this lovely state of Florida, Florida, Florida started occurring. People start, they started selling in the neighborhood that I live in. A door-to-door salesman, you know, doing the the knock-knock type gimmick. Asking the question if people were interested in buying these. It was kind of, let me kind of try to explain it to you. It's essentially like a giant balloon that you put around your household. And when you know that rain is coming, you inflate this thing. And as it inflate, it rises above. So that way, if water came in, it would hit the sides, opposed to it actually going towards your house. Now, the interesting part was that there was kind of a, a some different versions of this thing. There was a version that you had available to you that was electrically powered during a hurricane, because, you know, power doesn't go out or anything. And then there was another version that was more ran off of... Uh, a generator that you would have to actually continue to fuel. I was kind of confused on both because I don't think both were great options. I'm just saying, because if one goes to hell in the high water with high water, I mean, especially the electrical one. And I mean, I only have so much solar to do this much. I don't know how that would work. I'm just saying. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick. A jury selection in the trial for four Minneapolis cop of Derek Chavon, who is charged with the death of George Floyd, began on Tuesday, a day later the, um, than initially scheduled. Defense lawyers focus on the viral videos of the deadly encounters, asking potential jurors if they could change their trial opinion after seeing the footage if presented with other evidence. Potential jurors would be individually would be questioned individually by the judge. Prosecutors of Derek's lawyers, or what, prosecutors and Derek's lawyers, with 12 to 10 and paneled along with four alternate who two more than on than usual so they they have more jury selection just in case for alternates Derek faces second degree murder and manslaughter charges so there you go we did talk about that briefly yesterday on how that will end up going because that is going to be part of the question because I don't think that there has been a person that lives in that area that has not seen the video. And as we discussed yesterday, as they always say, innocent until proven guilty. At least that's what they say here in the lovely U.S. of A. I just think it is going to be a hard sale there. I'm just bringing it up because a lot of people have seen the video. And like they say, a picture's worth a thousand words. And it was a huge thing. It was everywhere. I don't think you could have you could have done anything and not seen it. 
Just my opinion. Anyway, 27 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's continue talking. Stocks bounced back on Tuesday after being or after, after the beginning of the week of a sharky footing. Beginning of the week. I mean, come on. Yesterday was Tuesday. What, what's the beginning? What's the end here? The Nasdaq surged 464 points and the S&P gained about 54 and the Dow, the Dow added about 30 points. Technology shared powered the lift of the Nasdaq composite. The most notable gain was by Tesla as it jumped 20% after falling for five consecutive days. Boeing rose about 3% after booking more new orders than cancellations for the first time in about a year. So there you go. There you go. A lot of interesting things there. Think about it for a moment. Um, How weird is that world? 20%. Boy, were you hoping that you were owning some Tesla stock yesterday? Think about it for a moment. You know how much money that would have got you? Just saying. Anyways, a Cambodian dog slaughterhouse that opened in 1995 has been shut down. According to the release from Four Paws, which orchestrated the shutdown in the, the slaughterhouse, is likely responsible for millions of dogs' deaths, once bragged about drowning upwards of 200 dogs a day to provide meat to Cambodia, capital city. Four Paws rescued 16 dogs and found a, at a slaughterhouse dismantled the facility, wire cages, and demolished its drowning tanks. The rescue pups will join 61 canines who were saved from a van of, ince- of hold on of inception that was incepted or uh, hold on hold on intercepted two weeks ago the organization is now caring for the pups and preparing them for adoption so there you go let's continue talking real quick and other things that are going on leaders of the united teachers of los angeles utla are advising teachers not to post vaccination pictures on social media as the union continues to seek safe return in person instructions Teachers were urged against posting photos of their their spring break adventures on social media because it could hurt the union's argument that it's unsafe to return to the classroom. According to the screenshots from Facebook group titled UTLA FB group members only. Hold on. Members only. The union issued a response to Fox 11 stating that the UTLA does not monitor nor is responsible for the content provided in the following. So what do you think here? Do you I mean, and I know we talk about it. And we're seeing some things changing in Texas, some things changing in Mississippi. So, but what is your thoughts, your thoughts about this whole thing? Should schools reopen and allow students to go back? Or are we still, should we be actually in lockdown? And I'm asking your opinion here because your opinion is the one that matters to me. There's a lot of stuff still going on, but how are you looking at it? Are you looking at it as let's move forward or are you looking at it? Let's let's kind of pull back. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to think about. So let's go into this next section. Houston health health officials announced earlier this week that the UK coronavirus variant was detected at most city wastewater treatment plants, suggesting that the ongoing and uncontrolled community spread. While the Texas governor, Greg Abbott lifted the statewide mask mandate. Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner said that the new evidence of widespread variants is concerning amid the relaxed restrictions. Surveillance of wastewater has been deployed around colleges and cities to monitor for the spread as even those without symptoms to shed the virus in their feces. Hold on. You said you knew it. This was this is um, Sheldon Primus coming in. 
our, our, our in-house water expert. So you knew the feces thing? Or what exactly did you know? I don't want to really jump to the next thing. Unless you ha- if, if you have more to say, believe me, I will hang out here for a hot minute for us to be able to hang out and talk about it. So what did you know, sir? What exactly did you know? Would love to, to hear a little bit more about that. Don't get me wrong. I'm all about wanting to know what the people have to say. Okay, let's see what he says. He says weight water testing is legit. Okay, so this is, do you believe that this is the best way to determine who might have it or, you know, the, not who, because I think you can't really trickle it down all the way that far, but to see what is actually going on into an environment then? Is that what you're telling me? If that's the case, I think that's pretty interesting. And of course, I'm asking for your professional opinion, being a, a safety consultant and dealing with wastewater at some point inside of your life. Community spread control. So there you go. That's coming from a from an expert in the field talking about that stuff. Appreciate that. Thanks for sharing the message because I think that's going to be a very important as we do continue on. You know how this goes. We are at that segment of the show that we get to do some other things. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it right now. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So let's talk about it. Let's move forward and talk about some other things going on real quick. So I have to tell you, yesterday's story, we talked about what was going on at Warner Brothers and the mess up that they had with the Tom and Jerry movie that came about and all that kind of fun stuff. So some people were reaching out to me yesterday and had were like, hey, you, you kind of tricked us. And I was like, what? What do you mean? They were like, well, you kind of tricked us with the title. And I was slightly confused here because I called the episode the mistake, the the Justice League mistake, which that's what I called the title because that is the title of the show for yesterday. Because we were talking about the mistake that Warner Brothers had made with Tom and Jerry, the movie. So just in case you didn't hear it. So he. On Monday, if you should try to play the Tom and Jerry movie, the new Snyder's cut of the Justice League did come up for a period of time. Some people were posting it online and so on. So we titled the episode that regards of that in regards of what was going on. I had multiple people contact me yesterday and tell me that they felt that they were duped based on the title. And because they thought that I was going to talk about something entirely different when the words Justice League were combined together. And what I had to actually clarify for some as we were talking about this is this is what we talk about all the time, or at least I reference all the time. You got confused based on something that I said because of somebody else's copyright infringement. Somebody else is infringing on Justice League's copyright. And you thought I was going to talk about something different because of that infringement. Not because of something that I wrote. Not because of something that I said. This is why copyright infringement is so important. You don't want to have a title off of something that is similar to something else. And you just slap an extra word into it. It's not that hard. It's not that difficult. 
I mean, think about it for a moment. If the confusion was there based on that, that means that means that exactly. So all of a sudden, the marketplace thinks that I was talking about one thing when I was talking about something entirely different. Now, if you have the rights to alter someone's original trademark, copyright, totally different story. But you have to have the rights to do so. So did I do something wrong? I don't think I did. Because let's be realistic. That screw up that occurred with the Justice League was a major thing was something that Warner Brothers was trying to make sure that the Snyder's cut got pulled down right away off that Tom and Jerry sequence. That also, the they issued out cease and desist orders right away telling people to pull down the pictures of the screenshots that they took of being able to air the movie. Now, let me kind of tell you something real quick. I have never seen, I have never seen a lawyer pull out a cease and desist that quick to multiple places that had actually posted something like this that people were posting on Twitter, Instagram, and so on. So with us talking about it and other media outlets talking about it as well, you have to think about the following thing here. If the lawyers already were able to reach out on the day that it occurred, it was corrected on the day that it happened, and only the first hour was actually out, Doesn't it make you think that something sounds a little fishy? I mean, I have to tell you, for a marketing campaign, I think that's pretty genius. Because think about it. All of a sudden, we knew that it was 10 days before the movie came out. Now we're at eight. We knew that you got the first hour. We knew that there was four hours. We knew about the Tom and Jerry movie. And we knew that the subscribers for HBO on Monday skyrocketed. Because of word of mouth of people believing that they could actually get to the Snyder's cut of the movie right away. If that's not marketing marketing genius between hype, viral, and having something that people can actually go to, I don't know how to market. But then again, I don't know how to market. Actually, there's a person in the box. that That's what he has. He has a marketing degree. So he could tell us about if I'm okay or thinking about what I'm thinking here. So I don't know. Just one of those things. So I want to apologize to the people that Mr. misunderstood what I was talking about yesterday because I was talking about the Snyder's cut from Warner Brothers, not to be confused with anything else. Because believe me, if I have something to say, I'm not going to shy away. Don't have to worry that I'm going to hide it. That's why you shouldn't copyright or you shouldn't actually infringe on other people's copyright or pretend like you're part of the trees or whatever the hell that means. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. She really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. 
You do so much to keep your child safe, but are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Okay, that's Scarlet Woman. This is from Suffer City. Yeah, there you go. That song's readily available on Spotify and iTunes. That's Scarlet Woman by Suffer City. Yeah, I like this song, too. I don't know if I love it. I mean, I like it. <laughs> I appreciate the people from Suffer City allowing us to to play it, play it here. Play it here. Here we go. Let's get this down a little bit here. Oh, let's take a look at what my friend has to say here. Let's take a look. Uh, bringing it up from Sheldon Primus, by the way, from the CDC, the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services in collaboration. Oh, my God. Uh, what the hell? Did you, did you just copy and paste here, but my friend? In collaboration with agencies through the federal government are initiating the National Wastewater Surveillance System. The NWSS is responsible for COVID-19 pandemic. This is the data generated by the NWSS will help public health officials and better understand the extent of COVID-19 infections in communities. And yes, you did copy and paste. Thank you for being so honest about at least telling me that particular portion. Well, thank you for the information because it is good some some good information. This portion of the show has been brought to you by the CDC. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. So there you go. Thank you very much for sharing that. Um, So let's talk a little bit more about some other things going on before I forget, because this was asked to me to bring it back up. So I will bring it up right now. Let me see if I can find a place to put this in. And here we go. Here we go. Boom, boom, boom. This has been requested, so we are doing another variation of it. So here you go. On March the 31st of 2021, we are doing another safety 
a safety reconfigured class backed by popular demand. We will be doing it one more time. So there you go. Safety reconfigured March 31st of 2021 at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sign up at safetyfm.io if you're interested in coming to this particular class. Would love to see you there. Uh, We wanted to go ahead and do it because people kept on requesting it. So there you go. People really seem to enjoy where we kind of continued on from it. Now, keep in mind, you do not have have to take the Hop for Beginner class or the Hop 101 class. Uh, to be able to to partake in this. But if you're interested in actually coming out, hanging out, you're more than welcome um, to do so. So there you go. There you go. Safetyfm.io has more information. The first the first safety reconfigure class was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're in the matrix or did you take the red pill or the blue pill? I don't know if you should go around telling people that you took the blue pill because that might just sound... Um, incorrect as you do say that as you do move forward so there you go there's that information if you're interested in coming out hanging out and taking a look and about so there you go um and let's talk about it one more time because we are roughly roughly give or take a few a few minutes into the hour so let's talk about it because we talked about it at the beginning of the show once again we are running the chance to enter into a wine-on-wine session contest if you're so inclined to do so, where you can come out to Safety FM forward slash contest to enter to win one of two-hour sessions. So you would win a one two-hour session, so one hour and one hour, uh, with us, or with me, better saying, and we get to hang out, talk about some other things, whatever comes to mind, safety, podcasting, broadcasting, you know, just want to shoot the shoot the breeze. We can do that as well. We are doing that particular contest. It does close out on the 26th. We will be giving the award here on this particular show as we do talk about it. So more than welcome coming out doing that. Go to safetyfm.com forward slash contest for your opportunity to enter to win. Take your chance to win if you want to do so. Anyways, hasta la vista, babies. Let's talk about it real quick. The joke at, at the start of the lockdown was that all those people spending all that time at home would lead up to a baby boom. The funny thing is, though, the exact opposite has come true, at least in the Western world. According to the report of the Wall Street Journal, France, Japan, Germany, and the U.K. and the U- and U.S. U.S. reported fewer births in 2020. The most significant decrease is in Italy, the European country that suffered the most serious early COVID losses. The official stats for Canada aren't available yet, but several provinces include B.C., Alberta, and already reported birth rates nearing decades lows. Laura Wright, an associated sociology (laughs) professor at the University of Saskatchewan says that it's probably just the tip of the iceberg as she expects birth rates to drop even further in 2021, considering the impact that COVID-19 has had on the economy and employment. Too much Netflix and not enough chill. <laughs> you can't get over. You can't overestimate the impact of spending all day with teenagers. Yeah. Think about it that way. At least that means it won't, it won't become even more difficult for social distancing in the future. Just think about it in that particular fashion. Hey, I'm just bringing up the news as it does come about. We do have to talk about it. Anyway, speaker of the house, the speaker of the house, 
Speaker of the House. Listen for a second as I do say this. Most Alexa users, I did say Alexa. I hope I didn't make it go off. Alexa, don't say Alexa because it makes the thing goes off. Most Alexa users probably think that they're dealing with Amazon-friendly voice-activated assistant. It turns out that Alexa is just the middlewoman for countless third parties that could <laughs> that could put your private information in harm's way, according to researchers from the North Carolina State University. They say that they <laughs> <laughs> they say that Alexa has a number of, vul- of vulnerabilities when dealing with the program users interact via the popular device. The danger stems from thousands of programs of skills that you can run Alexa. Oh, did I say her name again? Sorry about that. Like the function, like the like the apps on a smartphone, doing everything from playing music, ordering groceries. They currently are over a hundred thousand skills users can install. The majority of them to be created by third parties. The research has found that not only could the skill develop part and participate in phishing scams with Alexa users. They also can alter service agreements after the skill is placed in the stores and that almost one quarter of the tested programs which request user data either don't have a privacy policy or they agreements are a little bit misleading or incomplete. Try asking Alexa about that. (laughs) So just tell Alexa WTF. Yeah, WTF Alexa. And what that makes me happy is that I still haven't figured out my Alexa yet. So I guess that's one way to think about it. Um, So I have to tell you, inside of my house, I actually have several of them. But I do have the one that has the video screen in one of the, and actually in the kitchen. What I was not aware of, at least when I first got it, is that it has a feature that's known as a drop-in. So somebody else who has the video aspect of it and has your number or has your coordinates or your combination to get to your device can just drop in by saying your name. And it did at the time, it didn't make any kind of noise. It didn't do anything to let you know that the person was there. That became a little, a little strange when I figured that out. Or when the sequence happened. Duh. Because it did, something did happen. For that to occur. Anyways, let's continue talking. Beer, go again. It's a whole new spin on giving up something for Lent. Rather than giving up uh, sweets or smoking, Cincinnati brewery owner Del Hall, Real American Bureau, um, has given up all food and beverages except beer. That's right. Since Since February the 17th through April the 4th, Hall is consuming a diet consisting of only malt, barley, and hops in liquid form, plus a little water, black coffee, herbal tea for health reasons. Why? He is doing this to raise to raise money for those hospi- um, in the hospitality industry that have been affected by the pandemic. His goal is $50,000. This isn't the first time. It's the third time in a row that he had been, had only been on, a beer, on beer for Lent. He'll say that he enjoys three to five beers per day. In the previous two years, he lost 40 to 50 pounds each time. On Monday, he reported on Instagram that he has lost 23.1 pounds in 20 days. Some people never really outgrow their college years, if you really think about it for a moment. Only a brewery owner could afford to do this. I mean, think about it. I mean, but now you're going to have to start thinking about it as, hold on, there's such thing as the beer diet? I wish I would have heard about this sooner. Um, up to, uh, Until now, starting as of March, I'd be um, eligible to join him. But now, I mean, I guess that's not it. Anyways, it is 51 minutes past the top of the hour as we are talking real quick. Let me tell you this one, and then we'll kind of jump back and talk about some other things. A pizza place in Iowa has gained viral fame for putting Fruit Loops on c- a cereal on pizza. 
Yeah, Fong Pizza's menu featured the item for breakfast section of Loopy Fruits Pizza. The dessert-style dish featured sweet cream, cheese sauce, mozzarella cheese, and brightly colored fruit cereal. The restaurant co-owner Gwen Page says that they came up with the Loopy menu as it was a way to provide options that is fun for children. And because of love doing this, they are doing things just off the wall. One Twitter user called uh, the pizza, uh, uh, it was an F-up. I I probably shouldn't say what it says there, that it's a total F-up in the world of pizza and that it violates every true Italian pizza's favorite. Whatever that means. At least there's nowhere fruity pizzas are worse than, you know, a Hawaiian one. I mean, you could have a Hawaiian pizza. That could be much worse. You know, the one with the pineapple on it, just in case. Anyways, let's talk a little bit more about the things that are going on inside of the world. The House of Representatives is expected to vote early this morning to finalize the COVID relief bill. It was supposed to get get the vote on Tuesday, but some bureaucratic votes and procedures got in the way. Speaker Nancy Pelosi said that she expects more Republicans to vote in favor at this time around than they were none last time. President Joe Biden could sign the bill as soon as today. So there you go. Some relief might be heading our way. Taking a look at it. Anyways, no winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $155 million jackpot or $106.5 million cash payout. So there you go. If you're into playing that stuff, good luck. Good luck for you. Um, Let's talk a little bit more of some other things going on real quick before we get too far into it. Um, the Dallas Cowboys have reached an agreement with their star Dak Prescott. The team revealed this week that Prescott has signed a four-year contract extension worth about $160 million with $126 million of guaranteed no-trade clause with incentives that, that can deal a hit with the highs of $164 million. The first three years of the deal will average about $42 million in the signing, bo- <laughs> and then a signing bonus of $66 million with the largest in NFL history, according to ESPN. Gee, why can't I sign a deal like that? Not that I'm jelly. I'm just saying, why can't I sign a deal like that? Be kind of nice. Just to do. Okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the things that have happened back on this date. Back in 2013, news leaks that actress Ashley Judge is considering a run for the U.S. Senate and would challenge minority leader Mitch McConnell in Kentucky. A few weeks later, Judge expressly denied any um, any campaign, instead wanting to focus on spending time with her family. So that happened back in 2013 on this date. Let's talk about some birthdays that are going on today. Bad Bunny turns 27, you know, because he's been hitting the charts. Um, Olivia Wilde turns 37 today. Carrie Underwood turns 38. Benjamin Burnley, rock singer, turns 43. Robin Thicke turns 44. Timberland, the producer. Oh, Timberland. Oh, he has some good music. <laughs> turns 49. Uh, Sharon Stone, 63. And, you know, that guy that you know by the name of Chuck Norris or Carlos Norris. Uh, yeah, he's an actor. He turns 81 today and probably still ruling the earth because, you know, that's what that guy does. So there you go. Some information to think about. Anyways, let me tell you right now, because we are 54 minutes past the top of the hour, we will be going to RadioBig.fm here in the next few minutes to hang out solely on there. So if you want to come and hang out, you can follow along. But I want to tell you about my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Yes, they are part of the Suicide Prevention Lifeline, so I don't want there to be any confusion. We're still kind of talking about the same thing here, but they have some other features available, so that's why we're going to this particular site now. If you're running through any kind of things that are related to suicide or depression, you can give them a call at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. Also, they have a feature available that if you want to be in contact with them, you can actually text the word TALK, T-A-L-K, 
to 741-741. That's talk to 741-741 to be able to share information and have them get in contact with you right away. The other portion about this, whether you are struggling from suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you are not alone. Hear about personal experience from people in your local communities whose lives have been impacted by suicide. To find out more information, you can also go to their website at AFSP. That's AFSP.org. AFSP.org. Before you make your next decision, and you're, if you're contemplating suicide or having thoughts of depression, please make sure to give them a call. Also, if you're having any kind of law issues, you can give my friend a call here. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Fiker Law. That's why we're unstoppable. Well, Sheldon Primus, I appreciate the mention there, but I understand that you have told me in the past that you do things in your own time. We just don't know what timeline that is. But anyways, there you go. That's what's going on inside of the world. So let's share some more news as we go to the top of the hour. If you come out to RadioBig.fm, let me tell you some other things real quick before we get you moving and grooving. If you need a phone starter for a day, try this one. What four-word phrase definitely means trouble? License and registration, please. I'm from the government. Where have you been? (laughs) Some things to think about, of course, there. If you need a random joke for today, try this one. If you're happy and you know it, what combination of prescription medication are you on? If you need something for the water cooler, try this one. See how this actually works out for you. A survey of current remote workers asked about the things that they miss the most about the office. Being face-to-face with other top the list, what came in at number seven? Their chair. That's exactly what came in at number seven. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM and RadioBig.fm. Anyway, Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. Thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. Without you, we could not do what we do, so let's think about it in that way. So let's just be realistic. If I could leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. A man on top of the mountain didn't fall there. And let's just kind of make it non-gender specific. A person on top of the mountain didn't fall there. Think about that for a moment. Top of the mountain. Anyways, a lot of things always going on inside of the world. If you want to hang out with us, going to RadioBig.fm. You can come and hang out with us at the top of the hour there. Or you can continue going down the path where it deals with anything related to SafetyFM.com. That's the app or anything else. We have a plethora of shows readily available on both stations for you. Uh, One is the podcast network where you can go to SafetyFM.com if you want to go into individual podcasts. Or if you want to do the whole thing where you're listening to the radio station, you can go to safetyfm.com or radiobig.fm and take a listen to either radio station. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part. Appreciate it. I hope you have a lovely day. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. And goodbye. Duh. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.